question. Have you ever won anything? I've simply never won a single thing in my life. Me neither. Ever. <laughs> no. Ever. It's a literal and thing in my life. Me too. But my first cousin <laughs> wins everything and I'm convinced that it's rigged. She's won tickets to every single concert that's ever existed from radio shows and I've never won a single thing. I literally hate people like that. Me too. It makes me mad. Me too. <laughs> In a very natural segue, there is a person who I do really like who is also a winner, and that is Cheryl Weefan. Today's your lucky day because you have just won yourself a daily Oz hoodie. Congratulations, and thank you so much for taking the time to fill out our podcast survey. Your feedback was so valuable. I promise we're only going to mention this a few more times, and we'll continue giving out a hoodie every day to someone who's taken the time to respond. So if you haven't already, click the link in the show notes right now. There are only four questions, and you'll be done by the time we get through the headlines, which we're going to do in just a moment. Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Wednesday the 10th of August. I'm Zara. And I'm Billy. Today's deep dive is on a proposal from the new federal member for McKellar. Her name is Dr Sophie Scomps. She's drafting a bill to ban junk food advertising for children. Acting now on the obesity epidemic will alleviate the burden of future chronic disease. But first, Billy, take us through the headlines. Now, this is a story that went wild on our Instagram yesterday. The Chief Operations Officer, or the COO, of Qantas has asked his senior staff to volunteer as baggage handlers over the next three months. This comes as the airline struggles with significant labour shortages as cases of winter flu and COVID-19 surge. In an email to his staff, the COO said that resourcing was a challenge across the industry. There was some very big news for the former president of the United States yesterday with former President Donald Trump saying that the FBI raided his Mar-a-Lago home. In a statement, Trump called the raid, and I quote, a weaponization of the justice system and that it was an attack by the radical left Democrats to stop him from running for president in 2024. The Victorian government has announced that over 3 million N95 masks will be handed out across the state's health clinics, test sites and on public transport over the next six weeks. Premier Daniel Andrews said the move would allow Victorians to protect themselves, their loved ones and Victoria's hardworking healthcare workers. And some good news for your hump day. A new law in Colorado ending state sales taxes on period products and diapers will come into effect this week. The bill will now allow people to save money on essential products, with the state estimating that $9.1 million US dollars will be saved from the scheme each year. Before I call the Honourable Member for McKellar, I remind the House that this is the Honourable Member's first speech. <laughs> Deputy Speaker, parliamentary colleagues, friends, family and everyone who is here today. Dr Sophie Scomps is the new federal member for McKellar. She's one of the new Teal independents who took on a traditionally conservative seat in the last election and won. I had people in their 80s and 90s tell me that it was the first time in their lives they had ever voted differently. Before she was an MP in Canberra, she was a GP. So I know firsthand the the importance of meeting our community's healthcare needs. And we now know that the first bill that she's planning to draft for Parliament, a private member's bill, 
will be to ban junk food advertising to children to address what she sees as Australia's obesity epidemic. Acting now will alleviate the burden of future chronic disease. Let's invest in primary health care and in prevention. So Zara, she's trying to address, as you said, Australia's obesity epidemic. Can you explain why is advertising to children the key issue for Dr Scombs? So Dr Scombs highlighted in a post about this piece of legislation that one in four Aussie kids are overweight or obese. And back in March, the Australian Department of Health released a national obesity strategy trying to really bring down these numbers. And we're going to talk about it a lot today. So let's just call it the NOS just to make things easier for ourselves. The NOS set a goal of reducing the number of overweight children and adolescents by 5% by 2030. And one of the ways that they suggested this could be done was addressing the way that junk food is marketed to kids. Yeah, on reflection, when I think about my childhood, I definitely saw so many ads that, and I'm thinking about McDonald's and their Happy Meals. We both share the same anecdotal experience there. And then when you look at the numbers, it's quite incredible to see because according to the NOS, the average five to eight-year-old is exposed to 827 television junk food advertisements in a year. Well, if you're exposed to 827 ads a year. That's more than two ads every single day. It is. And it's not where it stops. It's not like children are only seeing ads on television and then not seeing anything anywhere else. Another thing that the NOS raised was that this extends to things like the sponsorship of sports teams. So we know that it happens at an elite level, but something that Dr. Scomps has pointed out is that her own children's sports, so I would imagine not elite sports, Uh, have been sponsored by fast food companies. And the NOS has highlighted this as a powerful promotional tool. They have said that almost 75% of parents feel that sports sponsorship influences their children and 69% of children see brand sponsors of their community sporting club as, quote, cool. You saying that just then, Zara, has made me think about whenever I turn on, on the very rare occasion that I turn on the NRL and they're sponsored by like Cadbury or something. And I'm like, you guys are literally elite athletes. There is no way that you're chomping down Cadbury blocks. Yeah, it's like this cognitive dissonance between the fact that they're elite sports people, but they are marketing fast food or marketing junk food. It's, yeah, doesn't really make much sense. And so how is advertising these products to children currently regulated? So the federal government does have the power to make laws about ads, but at the moment the industry is allowed to self-regulate. Now, Dr. Scomps' office has told us that the bill is still very much in development, but they're proposing something similar to legislation that passed in the UK last year. So from 2024, new rules will ban ads of foods high in fat, salt and sugar before 9pm on TV and online. Okay, so we know what she's proposing to do, but this is a private member's bill, which essentially means that it's coming from an independent, she's not part of the government. Do we know if this will get off the ground? Well, it's always hard to know with these things before Parliament does sit, but the nine papers asked Communications Minister Michelle Rowland about this, and she said that while children, quote, require additional protection when it comes to advertising, there was no plan to ditch the current self-regulatory approach. But we also put this to Dr Scomps' office for comment, and she sent us this message. I think if Boris Johnson can do it, we can do it too. He is bored in breast practice um, in the UK. And I think there's also a lot of support in the community as well. We want our children to grow up fit, healthy and strong, and that's what it comes down to. 
I think when we have conversations like this, the natural next step is to say, well, this is important, but so is, say, banning ads on gambling. And are we making any headway on things like that? That's certainly what I saw in the comment sections uh, of news outlets that were reporting on this. So it's definitely front of mind for a lot of people and how this goes will certainly bode for banning or not banning other advertisements across TV and radio. A quick reminder before we go that our podcast survey is live and the link is in the show notes. One of my favourite pieces of feedback so far is that one person said they don't like Sam's jokes and that's why he's not at work today. (laughs) He is no longer coming back because he was personally offended by that one. But we have got two more hoodies to give away, so get your responses in before the end of the week. Thanks for listening and have a great hump day. (laughs) 